I think I lost my monitor for today. The guy's computer seemed to broke down, so we'll see that. Hi, Liz. How are you? Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. Very Liz, impromptu. Uh, what's that? Very impromptu. I had no idea. Yeah, well, we're kind of new, but okay. yeah, it's kind of fun. We're going to do this every Saturday, and uh, you know, people will pop in and out. We did a couple of test runs, and it's okay, cool. So, pretty exciting. Normally, I'm either playing golf or hiking, but you caught me on one of my off times. So hey, good. Oh, great. That's great. Uh, Liz, Skyler's also in the room. Skyler's a great network marketer. Uh, Hi, Skyler. Liz, hey, Liz. Tremendous uh, marketer for attorneys. Awesome. Great. He is the boss. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I like meeting bosses. Are you in Denver, <laughs> Skyler? Uh, no, I'm in Loveland. Okay. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm in Littleton. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm not sure who's going to start and everything, but we got to get the podcast recording, so I'm going to go ahead and start it and oh. see who pops in. If people do, they do. If they don't, they don't, and we'll carry on a good, uh, a good conversation either way. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Kelly. I am a certified hypnotherapist and a million-dollar club award winner uh, out of the cemetery industry. Sorry about that. Also the publisher of Attorney at Law Magazine. And today's uh, Saturday's skills, uh, Sales Skills Saturday uh, podcast. Uh, we're really happy to have everybody on board. People will be popping in and out as they, uh, as they come into the room. We're going to be discussing different topics. Um, and everybody's kind of, uh, I decided I'd tune in. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Okay. We're trying to get this thing going, um, on the video side today. We're going to talk about, uh, some sales skills, but at the same time, anybody that pops in and has a question, we'll just have them at any time. I can mute everybody and then, uh, unmute you and if I unmute you then you're in the conversation if you're and some of you are unmuted all the time just because you should be unmuted all the time <laughs> <laughs> I so agree Hey, Pat, I can't hear you, brother. Yeah, that's pretty smart. I muted everybody, which means I muted myself. <laughs> this is the worst podcast ever. Everybody's <laughs> muted. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, we're going to go with everybody unmuted today because uh, it's just not that big a room. If it gets too big and people are getting rude, then I'm going to bounce them out of there. Okay. So if you're, if you're muted, you can, I'll unmute you. We're going to start with Skylar since you just put something in his face. No, we're going to go to Liz. Liz Wayne, right. <laughs> my hero. Liz, just tell us a little bit about yourself. And if you have a comment about sales, go for it. Well, I have huge comments about sales because that's primarily what I teach is sales to business owners and, and attorneys. So most people hate sales and they hate the one and only thing in their business that keeps them in business. So I teach them a way to sell that honors who they are and the people that they're talking to. Sale, they make sales so much harder than it has to be, so much more difficult than it needs to be. And it's keeping them from closing business and making a 
pretty crazy good living. So that's what I teach and a little bit of marketing thrown in there as well, but mostly sales, sales, sales. I love sales. <laughs> and we love you for that, Liz. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little, give us the contact number for you, Liz. Oh, 303-929-3886. Okay, great. We'll wrap that up later too. But Liz, cool. give me a, a little bit about um, tonight. We're Today we're trying to talk a little bit about uh, lead generation. Um, do you have some tips or some comments about how you like to generate your leads that maybe other, other of us wouldn't know about? Well, I actually have a whole prospecting strategy, but – the way lead generation is performed today is a little bit outdated. I should say people are using outdated skills. So they think just throwing an email together or tapping out an email that's all about them and how great they are and all the things that they can do for people is the way that people are going to respond. So they're performing lead generation activities but they suck at it. They're not doing it in a way that's evolved and modern and gets people's attention. They are actually turning people off the minute that email lands in their inbox with, with making the, it's all a self-centered email. So you have to spend some time getting to know the client that you're going to reach out to or the lead generation that you're going to do. You have to know what their pains, problems, challenges, issues, dilemmas, and headaches and heartaches are. You can't just throw an email in somebody's inbox, bloat it more than it already is, and expect someone to stop what they're doing and respond to you. Right, that's true, unless you're selling pizzas and you're really hungry. Exactly, Absolutely. yep. Scott so, Schisler, how you doing, my friend? Um, I am, I'm doing absolutely amazing. How are you doing this morning? Ah, great. Skyler, tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself. Give us a contact. And, well, uh, first off, uh, first off, I gotta say, Liz, that's rock star content. And uh, I'm, I'm, if I had a notepad, I'd be taking notes. If somebody's <laughs> watching this, they need to be taking notes because what you said is 100% the truth. Okay. And I don't even know why I'm on this podcast because <laughs> you're a rock star. So, um, but what I got to say is uh, I've been in sales since I um, really it just started looking after um, uh, my, my own entrepreneurial interests. And what I mean by that is, uh, when I started, you know, mowing lawns when I was 12 years old and when I was, you know, I understood, you know, the, the at, at high school, that the hamburgers inside the stadium were $6 and I could sell the hamburgers outside for $3. And that's when I realized that, wow, all I have to do is add more value for less money or just add a bunch of value and um, people would like what I have to offer. And so that's when my journey really got started at a very, very young age. Um, I've been an entrepreneur since then. I've actually never earned a paycheck from somebody since I was 18 years old. The only paid job that I have had is working at a roller skating rink. The rest of it, I've actually created by working as a 1099 and then creating my own companies. And um, all I was going to say, say, I knew is, you were working. I knew you were working. That is <laughs> Absolutely. Great. And, and, and the reason why I tell people that is um, age doesn't define you. Um, your ambition and what you have to offer the marketplace can define how much value you can bring. And, um, and I, I learned that at a very young age. So I'm very grateful to have mentors and family members who have, who have taught me that. However, um, over the last five years, I have learned that owning a multi-million dollar construction company, working a hundred plus hours a week, having 40 plus employees, just wasn't for me anymore. I'm just going to be straight with you. I, 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 I was literally selling out for a paycheck. And so 
I got into the industry of network marketing. And, um, you know, at the ripe old age of 33, I've been able to become a stay at home father and travel the world and teach thousands of people to do the exact same thing. And really what I teach people is how to solve issues or problems in somebody's life with any type of product. And that's really what we've been able to do. And so if you want to contact me, Skylar Schisler on Facebook, you can Google my name and I've got pages and pages and all that kind of fun stuff. You can check us out and make sure we're legit. But um, you can also reach me at 970-396-5948. And if I was prepared, I'd give you my Zoom number so we could have a Zoom call as well. (laughs) But, um, you know, Pat, uh, the other thing that I really want to stress about sales is sales is what makes the world go round. We would not have any um, a, a lot of products in our household, everything in is our sold. offices, everything Absolutely. Is it is all driven. I mean, even our demand is driven off of sales and marketing. And, um, and then, you know, for the, the haters for sales, um, you know, if you go out and you're trying to find a, a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or, you know, you're, you're always on your best, you know, you're, you're looking your best, you're acting your best so that you could find somebody to Close uh, be in a relationship. Close yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're already in sales as well. So, um, you know, I, I love just teaching people that, you know, we, we are in some form of sales in our life. And like I said earlier, listen to what Liz has to say. She's way smarter than me. It sounds. <laughs> well, and you guys are so nice. I come from the old school where we actually kick in the door when we, when we, (laughs) I got news for you. Some people are still doing that. I know. I know. I came in too. As you know, Liz, I kind of still do that, but (laughs) Hey, listen, if if you, you're right. Absolutely right. Skylar. It's all a matter of making connections in every single minute of every day. And any connection we make with a human being, there's a sale being made one way or the other. Absolutely. And and people, I've heard people say, oh, I can't sell. I'm afraid of selling. I'm intimidated by selling. But they'll go to a bar and wink at a girl and she'll, you know, they know how to sell. They know how to sell. Or, you know, my favorite one is they go to an amazing movie and they come back from that movie and they go to the office the next day and they go, oh my gosh, you got to go see Avengers. By the way, I'm not getting paid by Avengers, but here's the deal. (laughs) They go and talk about that movie, and the person next to him is going, oh, man, I need to go see that movie. The talk around the dinner table, if they're doing that, is they are actually going to say, hey, babe, or hey, guy, or hey, gal, let's go see this movie. And that person did not get a paycheck from them, but we're selling for something. Here's the thing. Find what you're passionate about, and it's easy to talk about it. Absolutely. That is a really big key. Got a question for the panel from uh, Larry, and Larry is saying – Likes what he's hearing. Question to the panel. When, how do you determine uh, a pretender from somebody that is actually going to be a, a generous lead or a generated lead? Generated lead? I don't know what he meant there. But I guess what he's saying there is where do you turn the corner from prospect or from suspect to prospect? The only way to get there is asking questions. Yes. The only Absolutely. way. And not just any questions, not just a random random bunch of half-assed questions. <laughs> questions that get to the root of what's really happening. And even asking someone, where are you in terms of making this happen or doing this deal or buying this car or doing your website? Where are you? Are you at a one, two, just poking around? Or are you at an eight, nine, and 10, and I need this now? We have to ask people where they are because how could we – 
direct the conversation unless we know where someone is. And we have to have the guts to get in and ask that question. One of the biggest things I think, one of the biggest things salespeople are missing is that they get so involved in their pitch, they forget to listen, ask a question, hear the answer, and then solve the problem. Right. Because the questions help you direct where you're going. If you don't ask questions, then you're walking around in a room with a blindfold on. You don't know where to go. So questions, 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 and good questions. Absolutely. Your life is determined by the questions that you ask. And I, uh, Liz, you are 100% spot on. And, and also, one of the things when you're asking questions, you'll find if somebody actually needs that product or service that you're offering. And sometimes those questions will lead to, hey, look, you know, maybe you don't need it right now. And I will see people literally still pitch after the person has said, no, thank you. And then the next, they, they still pitch and then they say, no, thank you. And they still pitch and they say, yeah. no, thank you. And then that's why somebody in an industry gets a bad name is because they, they, it's, it's just they're coming on way too strong. And if you're asking the right questions, you should be able to determine if that person will need your product or service, or you can educate them so that they can find out if they will need your product or service. And you're spot on with that, Liz. You young people are so funny. Not me. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep asking for that question until they kick me out. So yeah. I'm a bad guy too. But And that, um, that's the difference between old school selling and updated selling. Right, right now, there are so many. The, the, first of all, the, the consumer is radically different. And when I can't say consumer, I mean every one of us on this call. We're all different. We don't want to be treated like it's still 1982. Step up and talk to me like the educated, smart, savvy consumer that I am. Meet me where I am, and then we can have a strong conversation. And don't patronize me. Right. Absolutely. And, and there, is, um, there is a lot of strength in having confidence that your product is good enough without a hardcore sales pitch. And the reason why I say that is a lot of times when somebody goes, uh, you know, go, Hey, do you want to buy my product? And they go, no, nah, it's not for me. And I go, okay, well, thanks for your time today. And they go, well, wait a second. Um, so, and they start asking me questions. Why? Because people want what they can't have. So little reverse psychology there. If you have enough confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to move on with or without you. A lot of times people will follow that. So in my opinion, I think the guy's name was Larry that just asked the question. Am I correct there? Right. Um, he, he, he had asked, um, you know, how do I know if somebody is, is good? Um, if they're willing to walk away um, with confidence, um, I would say that's an indicator that they don't need you and they've probably got enough sales. And that's somebody that you probably want to follow. If somebody is coming at you and they are just coming from that desperate anxiety feeling with that sale, I, uh, that's usually somebody who's, who's struggling and, um, and it, 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 you know, desperation is a stinky cologne and you can pick that up. Will you quit so, talking about my cologne? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a new brand out there. Desperation. Go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. Well, there, yeah. And there's so much business out there that I'm not going to wear out my really good shoes chasing after someone who doesn't want to be caught. I don't have the time or the patience for that. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a fine line, people, because we're also talking about things like stick staying yeah. up in somebody's grill because they don't really know that they need you yet. Right. So it really is a fine line. But the truth is, I found, if as long as you're genuine, you're probably yep. going to feel it out. 
and, yeah. and it will come across right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I, there is something I want to touch base on this subject that, that Larry asked as well is how do I convert them? One of the other things too is, so I also do, um, I don't go out prospecting by the way. So I prospect while I'm out. Okay. So not only am I reaching out to people on social media and creating some nets to catch some people, but I'm also, I'm also a walking, talking billboard. However, I don't just go, do you want to buy my product? Do you want to buy my product? First off, I'm also a talent scout in my business. I said I'm in network marketing. So I'm looking for motivated, hungry, ethical people that take pride in what they do already. How you do anything is how you do everything. And so if I'm at Subway and the guy or gal who is helping me is doing a fantastic job, I will give them a compliment and say, man, you are treating me like the manager of this store. Are you the manager of this store? And they will say, uh, well, no, I'm not. I sure wish I was. They always say some kind of little comment that will let you know that they're either dissatisfied or unhappy or they know there's more out there. And then I will form that person. And it's an acronym for where are you from? Okay. What's your occupation? Which we already know what the occupation is. So I talk about the occupation. And then I talk about, well, well let, if they didn't have time or money issues, what would they like to do? What's your recreation? So Liz said she likes to hike. She likes to be outdoors, play golf. So I would talk about that. And then I would talk about money or message at that point and see if I can relieve that person and also say, hey, look, I'm looking for people that could be the manager of this store, but haven't been given the opportunity. So that's one way to prospect as well, just to give you a heads up. Now you can use that exact same technique on a sales product where somebody, you know, you're sitting there and you're talking in the grocery store line. It's weird. It's like they, people will, will tell you all of their life's issues and problems and everything in the grocery store line. So try it <laughs> and just start up a conversation. They'll tell you everything you need to know about them. And if you are selling a product, you can say, you know, is there a way that we could connect? I think I got a solution for you. I'd love to reach out to you. I'd also like to gain your trust and confidence. And let's see if we can help one another out here and then kind of go from there. I'm, I'm not saying that's the exact formula. I'm saying that's a broad umbrella on how to start a conversation and bring somebody to your idea or, or product or service. And it works for you. We all have different products and services. Go, okay. ahead and try, yep. go ahead and try that thing in the grocery store as a hypnotherapist. That'll freak them out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, touche, by the way. Touche. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it works very well because you also hear the conversations in the, in the store. And again, guys, you got to listen. Opportunities will present themselves. Like you said, Liz, you don't have to be in the business of prospecting. You just have to be in the business of paying attention. There's right. plenty of work out, plenty of right. people, plenty of money. Right. Liz, Absolutely. I know you're trying to get in on that. Anybody have a question? Uh, yes. Got Corey is asking about dressing for success. Is it still a thing? She says that she had somebody walk in and she couldn't believe that they were there to sell her something. The guy was ratted out. What do you guys think? Is that still a thing or is that kind of getting away from business? I don't think it'll ever go out of style. Picking Good. out your nice clothes, feeling your best, looking your best, ironing your clothes, polishing your shoes. Just looking and feeling good and taking the time to show up in your best light. I mean, we, that's something we can control. Look, we can't control a lot in the sales conversation and in our, the sales world. But the one thing we have control over is how we show up and how we walk out in the world. That 
is still will never will never go out of style. Will always be important. Says the one that Absolutely. looks this good on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I know, right? I know. <laughs> that was as much work um, as this guy. So, so uh, I, I, I love the theory of if you're the best dressed in the room, um, you know, just yeah, I don't like to be shown up by, by anybody. However, right. um, I'm in the travel industry and I've retired myself through the travel industry. So when I walk into a business owner's office and I'm wearing flip-flops, I'm wearing nice shorts and a Tommy Bahama shirt, uh, now I'm, I'm looking the part. However, I'm wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt. If you've never uh, seen those shirts, you know, they're, they're $50 to $100 shirt. The reason why I do that is I want to look and dress the part. That's the other thing that I would say too, you know, is look and dress the part. You know, it, it, I'm not going to, if a contractor walks into my house and he has a little bit of paint on his shirt, I'm not going to be so worried about that as if a lawyer shows up to my house and he's got paint on his shirt. Right. Yeah. So it, you also got to understand your industry that you're in and some of uh, what's going on. Now, if you're meeting at a coffee shop, I'm, I'm a, I'm a black V neck and jeans kind of guy, but I'm wearing very nice shoes and I'm wearing a nice watch and my hair is done. Nice. I've got a nice shave. So I've actually, I've, I've done myself up presentable, but I'm not, I'm not going to be so overly dressed because I'm presenting travel. Right. That that's the industry that I'm in. However, if I was a lawyer, I would walk in suit tie. I'd be dressed to the nine, and I would look fly. And the reason why is because I want you to have confidence that how I do anything is how I do everything. It, yep. I, I agree. It has to be industry specific, but it yep. never hurts to put yep. on some nice clothes, do your hair, throw on some lipstick, nail polish, or comb your hair. <laughs> and just go out feeling good. Okay, hey, geez, you people are all over me today. <laughs> now, hey, let me tell you something, and you're both absolutely right, but here's, here's what I have found as old as I am. You got to know your room, okay? So, and that's yep. what you're both saying in a way. But here's what I always found. Look, if, I, if I'm going to go see an attorney, and, and, you know, attorneys are all across the board nowadays because I've gone and seen them in the flip-flops that you're talking about. It just doesn't make any difference anymore in that particular industry. But if I see, if I'm going to go see an attorney, I want to be the second best dressed guy in the room. Yep. Yep. Now I'm anticipating what they're going to look like. And sometimes I'm wrong, but I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to be, I don't want to be in a three piece suit um, no. or almost anything anymore. Actually, I don't have one of those anymore, but you know, I want to have a collar. I want to have uh, you know, a jacket. I want to have, and if they're, if I think they're going to be in a collar and a jacket, maybe I'll put on a tie. If I think they're, you know, going to be in blue jeans and a t-shirt, I'm going to at least have a collar. I'm going to have, you know, nice jeans. So because people room. do notice, they notice, they might, they might not say anything to you. Like, you know, do you iron your, do you ever iron your shirts? But they're thinking that. So, right. Why bring that into the room? Why bring that with you when you have control over that? But there's another piece to looking your best, and that's the energy you show up with. And so yep. many people don't pay attention to what am I projecting? What kind of energy am I coming with? Am I frazzled because I just sat in traffic? Am I pissed off because I just spilled coffee in my car? Check your energy at the door. Before you shake someone's hand, make sure that's the energy you want to transfer over to someone absolutely and, and uh, to piggyback on liz's energy everything in this business is or in in business is transfer of energy how excited you are how knowledgeable you are of your product and that shows up 
just as much as a nice suit or, you know, um, just looking your best. Here's the reason why I have a really good friend of mine who is a million dollar earner in a company and uh, he shows up in a jeans and t-shirt, but man, that guy will go toe to toe with some of the brightest people I've ever seen. And when you sit down with him within two minutes, you know that you're not messing with just some jack off the street. You're, you're messing with a dude who is very educated in what he knows. And it, he, he puts that off as in he knows his product. He knows he can do very well with it. And he knows that he can help you with most problems in your life with that product. And so you feel that energy. You feel that calmness. People call him Papa, actually. That's a lot. A lot of people call him. He's a young guy. He's actually younger than 30 years old, but they call him Papa because he gives so much wisdom and confidence energy that you just want to trust this guy because he knows what he's doing. So that's just as important too as, as looking your best. So if you look your best and you know your stuff, Corey, you're going to have a rock star uh, year. You're going to have rock star five years. You're going to be on magazines. You're going to be in podcasts. That's what's going to happen to you. And while we're on the subject, especially gentlemen, Invest in shoes. Yes. But, and I, and I'm not, I, I've learned too, but I'm telling you that and it, people look at your feet in an instant. Yes. And if yep. you are wrong there, you're wrong everywhere. And, and your fingernails. Me. And your fingernails. Please, guys, clean your goddamn fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, directed right at me. Oops. Yep. Yep. That's my, my Jersey girl coming out. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can, you're absolutely I, I right. Those are little too. details, you know, a, a good shave. It's, yep. it, it's a matter of respect, really. Yep. But for some reason, the shoe has become the calling card, especially. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You can tell a lot by, by shoes and a watch, usually. So we've got a question about closing questions. Okay. Ah. Ah. Everybody in their industry has a closing question, but... Is, is there something that you guys have found in your experience that has become a very go-to closing question for you and your product? Liz? Oh, yeah. First of all, opening is the new closing. If yes. you do everything else right in your conversation, the close is the easiest part. It yes. just happens. And, and I, t I must get calls, emails weekly on this very topic. In fact, Patrick, the last article I wrote was on this topic. Nice. And it was all about how law firms call me and business owners call me and say, could you teach my people how to be better closers? And I tell them, you're calling the wrong person. You're just wasting money. If you think that I'm going to give you a couple of magical phrases that are going to make somebody close business. And just so, so everybody I knows, Liz is a contributing editor and attorney at Law Magazine. Uh, she is a, a literal expert in the field of marketing for attorneys. Nobody better. Absolutely. So that I, I think it's everything from how you show up, the energy you bring, how you yep. talk to someone, the clothes you're wearing, the energy, all that first impression stuff, right. how you begin a conversation, how you treat someone. Are you engaging them on a level that no one else does? Are you listening? Questions that blow their mind and knock their socks off or are you just showing up it's typical salesperson usa i sound like everybody else and i do it the same thing as everyone else closing liz, is so easy liz it, always wants me but makes me want to run through a wall or something right. absolutely 
yeah, and absolutely. closing should be, how do I start working with you? How do you and I start working together? What, what's the next thing for us to start working together versus me asking? But I do understand the question that sometimes you do have to ask. So I, if it's right, it has to be right. First, you've got to establish that. Yep. But if it's right, you just say, what are your thoughts on moving forward? How do you feel about taking the next step? Can you Where see how you? my product will help you? Yeah. 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 So it's simple and light and it doesn't land like a lead balloon. It's just a question. <laughs> yep. Skylar? Absolutely. Uh, Liz, Liz is 100% spot on. Um, sales uh, is now, again, how you show up energy. I 100% agree, agree with you. The other thing is, is, uh, you know, we're lazy with our communication when we first, um, you know, engage with a, a potential customer or prospect. Um, so make sure that your communication is not lazy. You don't use like a lot. Um, you know, what I just did, idiosms, where you go, <laughs> you know, or so. Um, really understand your product and, and just be relaxed. Um, a lot of times when you come off as, you know, nervous or um, not knowing your product or understanding, people will sense that. Um, what I've started out with is what, what we call an in industry, a three-step setup. Um, this has made me more money than anything that I've ever said after, after a, um, a showing of my product. Um, I actually will give them my why. Why am I doing what I'm doing and why am I selling the product that I'm selling? And how did it either solve an issue for me or why did I get into that industry because I saw a bunch of testimonies or whatever that is. Why are you doing what you're doing? That's step number one. Step number two is they want to know if you're all in. You need, you need to let them know that you've got some long-term goals with this company. You need to let them know that you're not going anywhere. If they, if they grab product from you, you're not going to be with another company two weeks from now. If they sense that, they're not going to buy from you because you're not going to be there. The one who created the connection with that company, you're not going to be there anymore. So they want to understand that you're going to be there. Here's the reason why people respect doctors and lawyers and you know people that have those types of uh, uh, credentials to get into those professions is because it takes so long to get that accreditation. It, that's so that they know that that lawyer is not going anywhere sometime soon or that doctor is not going anywhere sometime soon. That's why they have so much, not only just the knowledge that they have, but it weeds people out. And if they're going to spend eight years or six years or whatever it is to get that, that, that credibility, they know they're not going to go anywhere. So if you're in sales and you're pushing a product and, and you're selling alarm systems, let's say, and somebody thinks that you're not going to be there a year from now, I promise you that sale is going to be no go, no go because they're going to sense that. And then the last one is, is I say you don't care. Now that sounds cold, but I usually will say either you're going to get it or you're not going to get it. I don't like to say you're going to like what I'm doing and not like, cause I don't want to put that in their head. I want them to, to understand that sometimes people don't get what we do or they don't get our product. And so I, I want to let them know that I'm not going to push them as, as you got to do this, you got to do this because confidence sells. So the three-step setup really sets you up to at the end of a presentation or at the end of a phone call or anytime you're in a sales meeting, you can say, hey, you ready to get started? And a lot of times you'll only have to answer one or two questions and you've got a sale. So that's what's worked for me over the last year, uh, you know, handful of years.
By the way, you said you haven't worked and haven't gotten a paycheck since you're 18. You're only 19 now, right? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, you see, I, I, earn, I earn an income. I don't earn a paycheck. Oh, okay. That's, way different. That's way different. <laughs> Did you have any follow-up thoughts, Liz? Uh, I, I kind of agree with uh, just a little pushback just for me uh, is most people open. these days, I don't think they care if you're going to be there. I think they care that the company is going to be there and that they're in good hands. They, they don't care as much about us as we think they do. They <laughs> care about themselves. So I think our language has to really convey that. If someone said to me, Liz, you know, you buy this car today, I'm going to, I'm not going anywhere. I don't believe that for a second because, <laughs> because I know the nature of life and business. We move around, but I want to know that the company is there or I want to know that this company is intact and here's what's going to happen. We have a team of people behind us. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't buy it. I would be more skeptical if someone said to me, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying with this alarm system company. I, to me, that's a red flag. That would make me run, not be confident. I think so you're right. It's more of the company yeah. than, than the actual individual. And, and, and another thing sides, I want to point out too. There's two sides to everything. So it's not that Skyler is wrong and I'm right. It's just that there's another way to look at it. Just like everything. There's two sides to everything. So just because you hear something from one person, don't buy it until you believe it in your body and in your heart and if it feels right. There's another way to look at just about everything. And when it comes yep. to closing questions, Corey, and here's something that, that, that both of you alluded to, but I think it, I have a way of mentally putting it down for myself and I think for other people that I've trained. In a sales process, it's a process. From word go to the beginning, a suspect to a prospect, it's all a prospect or a process. Yes. In your sales presentation, which should always be a fluid living thing, never work off of the same pitch all the time, it isn't going to fit. Nothing anymore is a one-size-fit-all. So you're listening, you're asking questions, you're driving to the eventual close that if you do everything else right, it has to happen. It has to happen. You got it. You can't mess it up if you do it correct. That's right. So it's every part of the process. Think of it like it's a big funnel. Everything I've done from my shoes to my fingernails. Thank you, Liz. I remember that now. From my shoes to my, my fingernails, to my questions, to my listening, to my really giving a dang about whether I'm going to fill a need for these people, right? And then when you get that and you're authentic about it, they're going to buy from you. Yep. That's my opinion. Right. They might well, not buy from you, but if it's right, they will. Sure. That's Thing, if it's a good fit and I think we think everybody we talk to is a good client and a good potential client no they're not sometimes they're just good practice that's right hey guys also <laughs> listen I want to I want to pitch the show a little bit I really do enjoy and you guys are like my favorite guests just wonderful um, sales skill Saturday we do this every Saturday morning noon Eastern 10 o'clock mountain. We now have a set time. That's the time folks. And I know we've had, I was last week I was here in the room from eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock then 10. And the, I mean, cause we had messed up the time. So oh. from now, noon Eastern 10 o'clock um, in the mountain time zone, folks, we have just a couple of more minutes left. I want to give you a little bit of time uh, to just throw it out. And it's not 30 seconds. If you, if you need a minute or two, go for it. Um, Liz pitch us, tell us, 
the nugget that we can take away from this podcast and really, really come out of it with a, with something that'll help us as salespeople. No pressure. All right. How about this? Stop sounding like you got stuck in 1982 and it's time to start paying attention to everything you're doing, what you say in your voicemails and your emails, when you're meeting a client, how you follow up with people without using the F word, follow up, follow up, <laughs> touching base, reaching out, checking in is old school. It screams you got stuck and you've got to get in there and ruffle some feathers and rattle the cage so that you start standing out. There's too many people that sound alike, look alike, say the same thing, do the same thing, and then they wonder why they lose to their cheaper competitors. You yeah, could you be wonderful. More how you build value. So all the parts of the sales process you talked about, Patrick, must be looked at, pulled apart, put back together in a way that's modern and fresh and new and updated, so you sail through the 21st century the way you should. Liz, give us a 20-second commercial on your company and give us your phone number again, please. All right. So I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, and attorneys on the part of their business that they usually hate, and that's sales. And we demolish what they're doing, put it back together in a way that honors who they are, their personality, their style. I do nothing that is a one-size-fits-all approach. Everything I do is custom based on who you are, what you sell, and your personality. Great. The emails are loading up with thumbs up for you, Liz. Great. 303. My number is 303-929-3886, and my website is lizwendling.com. Yay. You got to come back, girl. I, got, you got I will. Hey, Skyler, fire out, man. Um, I 100% agree with Liz, and um, she is giving such amazing content. Guys, I hope you're all taking notes because really it, 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 sales is now about relationships and helping people with your product and adding value. And again, if you want to stick out, you have to be great and you have to, you have to do bold things. You also have to you know, be remarkable so people will remember you in this noisy world that we, uh, you know, that we all participate in. Um, I want to, I want to talk about baseball for a second. Did you know that if a person hits three out of 10, which is batting 300, you are a million dollar baseball player. Hall of Famer, baby. So, absolutely. You will be, yeah, you, you will be inducted in the Hall of Fame. So if you're hitting three out of 10, that means that seven of those 10 pitches, you're either striking out or you're watching them go across the plate and you're not hitting them. Here's the thing, guys. Go out and swing at all 10 of those of those pitches. Here's the reason why. Because if you're swinging at all 10, okay, and you only hit three, you are a million-dollar baseball player. So how do I attribute that into sales? Go out and swing at 10 prospects. with Just get out there and swing the bat. That's what you do, okay? Next thing is – you will hit three out of 10. And if you get three out of 10, you're going to be a successful salesperson, guys. So get out there and get your message. I mean, that's what it's all about and show people how you're going to add value to the marketplace. You can reach me at 970-396-5948. You can text me. That's actually my personal cell. Uh, here's the deal, guys. Um, I'm business. I'm relationships. They're the, both the same in my world. And um, you can also check out Dream Trips, which is um, what we do for income and also fun. Um, over the last five years, I've gone on 54 vacations, 
We've helped thousands of people travel. You can go to SkylarSchistler.DreamTrips.com and you can check out what we've got going on. All I know is VIP travel is the way to go. And if you can get it at Sam's Club and Costco prices, why not? Right. right. So and I'm going to pitch on that a little bit too, Skylar, because travel sooner.info is 